0: again.
1: sing with you you may bend but you won't break hallelujah broken chains let's sing that together we'll start with the verse amen we're just going to carry it right on i feel like we were all just here we all got a little break and now we're back again in the presence of the lord it was wonderful amen god bless you brother david we so appreciated that the thing i love about the lord is he's always moving up and higher and higher so this service isn't going to be a step back amen we're going to go up to even higher heights deeper depths in the love of the lord jesus Amen. Let's sing this together. The journey that we travel. The journey
0: that we travel.
1: Do you hear the cries of the shackles? We want to remember Sister Clara Walman's just put in a request for Sister Inga Steffenhagen from Fort St. John. She's currently in the hospital for tests and very weak, just needing a touch from the Lord. Also for little Sister Shayla Livesey, she's very sick this morning, needing prayer. We just want a hold of the McCannier family as well. They've just lost a loved one just in the last day and very tragic experience. We're just asking that God would be a comfort to the family and he would just overshadow them and bring a comfort only like the Holy Spirit can. Amen. The Lord promised he would send the comforter to us. Amen. How many have experienced that comfort that only the Lord Jesus can bring? Amen. Brother Richard, would you come please take these requests before the Lord and open the service for us. Thank you.
2: said in your scripture, Father, that we have not because we ask not. And Lord, we ask abundantly, O God, that our joys might be filled. And Father, I loan, Lord, for we were praying, Lord Jesus, for this situation for the McCunya family, O God, and you have chosen a particular pathway for them. Lord, I pray that you would bless them, Father, in their grief, be their comfort and their guide, I pray. Lord, for little sister Livesey, O God, I pray that you would raise her up. Father, whatever this thing is, it's ailing her, Father. I pray that it would be corrected. Lord, that you would receive the glory and the honor, Father. And I know, Lord, in her little heart, Father, seeing her here in the assembly, she would love to be here this morning. And Father, I pray, Lord, also, Father, for Sister Steppenhagen, Lord Jesus, would you bless her and touch her in a special way, Father. Father, we thank you. And Lord, for this service this morning, Father, from the youngest child to the oldest adult, Lord, I pray that we would have the courage to yield to the Spirit of Christ. Lord Jesus, that you would work within the congregation so that we would take that step forward, that we would take that step higher. Lord, that our faith, oh God, would be so encouraged. There are many, many needs that I know of in this assembly. And Lord Jesus, in each, personal, each person that's here, Father, could be able to have that, that personal touch from you this morning. And Father, the minister, Lord Jesus, as He's waited upon you, I know His desire would be that He would be able to be a yielded vessel this morning, and that you would have your perfect will and way in this service. May you be glorified. And we pray in Jesus Christ's name.
1: Mighty. I'll have you just stay standing just for a moment. We're going to ask our brother Michael and brother Andrew to come get ready for their special if they would. And just as we sing this, and they prepare now. Oh,
0: Father in heaven.
3: practice or, or with anybody up here so uh, trust the guitar's working and can you hear it okay good praise the lord <clears throat> this song the lord uh, gave me during the covid lockdown and our precious brother andrew has privileged me to be able to sing with him and I so appreciate this young man not only his voice his, his talent that he's allowing the lord to use him and and, and he's using Him in a mighty way and we just want to give up glory to the lord and uh if you can catch the words sing sing the chorus with us <laughs> god cannot lie he called me perfect this world has lost its grip on me birthed by the word I stand victorious a virtuous woman He called me his bride in troubled times and evening sorrow
1: Thank you, Brother Michael. Brother Andrew, God bless you. Thank you for that. We appreciate it. in Full? in full by the blood of the Lamb. in full by the blood of the Lamb. I want to sing a song. I don't really know that we've done it congregationally, but number 1321. I love this song. And I think that uh most of you do as well. So if the musicians take a verse to get it, that's all right. We're just going to enjoy ourselves. I we've come to worship the Lord and we try to have everything just perfect in a little box, but for as much of a perfectionist as I am, it doesn't have to be perfect for me to enjoy it and to praise the Lord. Amen. So let's sing this together. When justice called, it was paid in full. Hallelujah. When justice called for just be spectators here. We're going to continue worshipping the Lord. Amen. Let's sing that first verse and we'll go into the chorus. When justice calls
0: for a pain
1: Seats, Hallelujah! God bless you all this morning. Amen. 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 Saturday
4: morning, Jubilee morning, tomorrow morning, Jubilee morning. We're gonna have church this morning. I'm looking forward to what the Lord's gonna do. I just wanted to read a scripture before we sang this song. Um, It's Psalms 27. The Bible says here, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, and whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. And though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me, and he shall set me upon a rock. So as we sing this, just remember, the Lord is our light and our salvation. My life, I will.
5: Us, has the devil tried to come against you and me? But has he stumbled and fell? Because greater is he that is within us, Amen, than he that is within the world. We could keep worshiping and worshiping. I, I can only imagine, but we're going to give the time for the word this morning, Amen. So, Brother Timothy, you're welcome to come out this morning when you're we're ready. So, when you're ready, you're welcome to come. But, Amen. I'm just uh, I'm just drinking it in today. I was thinking last night, I said, Lord, we're just desiring just an encounter with you today, this weekend. You know, people, I, I'm going to go back. This might sound a little bit weird, but I had to go to, I went to film school for a little bit numerous years ago. And there's there an old, old film. It's called Close Encounters. You know, people desire a, a close encounter with the supernatural. This is the world, okay? The world, there's so, such a, a, a huge you know, movement for, for all these fantasy or these different encounters with, the, with this other world. And they're crying for it. They're trying to portray it. But there's a people, there's a people that has a not just a close encounter, but it's part of us for we are of another world, amen? And so I pray this afternoon, this morning, this weekend, you say, Lord, I need an encounter with you. This is a jubilee weekend. It's not the world that's looking for an encounter, but would you come and have a supernatural moment with me this morning? As Brother David said last night, don't wait for tomorrow night. Don't wait for tomorrow morning. This morning. This morning, I need an encounter with God. Amen. We pull for it. I've waited months for it. Say, now is my moment. Encounter me, Lord. I'm not preaching this morning, Brother Brother Tim is. Brother Timothy, it's an honor to meet you, have you to preach to us this morning. Back in, A few years back, Brother Timothy came and preached a winter camp for us. It was my first camp. I was alone. <laughs> my dad left me. <laughs> Brother Timothy came and preached. And it was such a comfort for me, Brother Timothy. Just the, the, your calm strength. Just Your sure, sureness and calmness. and I so appreciated it. I know you might not even have known that. But it was a strength for me appreciate it you've blessed us mightily over these years you've supported your dad i know that burden i know that the load that you take i have a little little understanding a little little teeny teeny bit so god bless you the pulpit brother tim is your we don't have a time limit per se it's all day all day We'll, we'll maybe break for a tad moment of lunch just to sustain these natural bodies but we have all day, amen? amen. If you get tired, well, you can go and take a little refreshment. We're, we're here this morning to give the Lord all the time. Amen. amen. Just a little bit, just to remember tonight's service is at 6. Tomorrow morning's at 10. I know a few of you came early today. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> 10 o'clock tomorrow. Young people, there's this, this afternoon. If you want to meet, but our Anthony will be uh, taking care of this afternoon, just a uh, little... Uh, time with young people. Lunch will be out in the in the parking lot here, so that'll be after church. There, so you can meet in that area and look for Brother Anthony. And do, then we'll continue on to service tonight. Amen. Well, maybe just as Brother Timothy comes, I want to sing. What a, what a theme! Who the sun sets free is free indeed. As you heard last night, my goodness, the, the Liberty Bell yeah. <laughs> has rung. Yeah. Amen. Maybe as we stand, we invite Brother Timothy. I just want to sing the chorus of that. Who the sun who the sun sets free. We you know that song. You know that song, so you can help me sing it. Who the sun sets free. That's a song is free indeed.
6: I'm a child of God. Yes, I.
7: Thankful to be a child of God. Amen. Amen. There's nothing like being his child and being under his protection and his grace. Amen. If you'd have a need you want to make known to the Lord, you could just lift your hand today and let's just go to him in prayer before we start here this morning. Father, Lord, what an honor it is to be in this moment. Lord, in this atmosphere of your presence, Lord, just knowing, Lord, that you're doing great things among us healings are taking place deliverances are taking place lord we see you're calling those prodigals home and moving upon impossible situations father that lord beyond what we could even think or ask sometimes lord you move and you change and god we're so grateful we commit our hearts to you lord today in this thought today father we ask, the Lord, that you would speak and you would touch and you would minister as only you can do, Father. I cannot do this on my own. It's impossible, Lord, but I know, Father, that I have you this morning. You're the speaker, Lord, but Lord, not only be the speaker, but be the hearer also, Father. May there be just a connection to the throng, we pray. We ask it in your name for your glory. Amen. 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 i like to say it's a Quite an honor to be here today with you, and we love you with the love of the Lord. And Amen. We're glad to be here with uh, my father, Brother Tim, and but uh, we bring you greetings from our home assembly and our church, and and uh, from, from my my personal from my personal family, my wife and, and children would love to be here as well. But Amen. They they've said to be sure and give their greetings, and and uh, it's just an honor. It's always good to be with God's children. Amen. As you know, we've been through quite a difficult year uh, with the loss of my mother and things, and we want to thank you for every prayer that was prayed and and uh, for uh, Amen sending Brother Tom to be with us. And I know Brother Ed expressed his heartfelt uh, uh, thoughts of wanting to be there, and we appreciate that. And Amen. It's just wonderful to know that in times that you go through difficult times, you have others around you. It's really an unseen host that are praying for you and calling upon the Lord for you. And we're thankful for every prayer, every thought, every card, everything. And, and this morning, I, I just want you to know you're not hearing, or even in the morning, you're not hearing from a grieving preacher. Amen. We we, we know where she's at, and we're confident in that. And as believers, we're believers, and that's what believers do. And we're, we're pressing forward to the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Amen. So. Amen. It's an honor to be here, as I said, with this 50th. You know, we as a, we as a church as well, as our, this is our 50th anniversary as well in our church. So, amen, we have something in common with each other. More than just, amen, things, but uh, just the time. It's amazing how God's time works, and it's perfect, amen. And so we just went through that with our church, and, and we know where you're at today. And it's, 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 it's quite a, a testimony, That through many trials, many heartaches, many things, a lot of water on the bridge, we're still here. Amen. Amen. We still remain, and and we're thankful for that. Amen. God bless you today. Let's turn to Psalms 40 and verse 1, and also Isaiah 61 and verse 1. I actually had a different thought as I was thinking about this meeting to minister this morning, but yesterday, things began to change very rapidly, and um, so... Uh, as we saw the direction last night, we said, well, thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you, Lord. So really, if you want to, you can just title this part two. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, we'd like to sing or preach to you on a, on a title, A New Song to Sing, Amen. A New Song to Sing. The Lord would actually give me those words in a very difficult moment as I would sit there on the pew there at my mother's memorial. And he gave me these words, and, and I began to think about them and, and, and what they meant. And I realized, you know, my song was not a song of weariness or, or grieving or hurt or pain. My song was a song of the redeemed. Amen. And God has it all in control. Amen. And so we're going to bring from that today, Psalms 40 and verse 1, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it, and fear, and shall trust in the Lord. Also Isaiah 61 in verse 1 says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Or we know that's the Jubilee year. I was looking at it again today in the Amplified, it says, or the year of God's favor. <laughs> Highly favored. FAVOR IS APPROVAL, SUPPORT, AND LOVE. OH MY, WHAT A YEAR TO BE IN. AND THE DAY OF VENGEANCE OF OUR GOD, TO COMFORT ALL THAT MOURN, TO APPOINT UNTO THEM THAT MOURN IN ZION, TO GIVE UNTO THEM BEAUTY FOR ASHES, THE OIL OF JOY FOR MOURNING, THE GARMENT OF PRAISE FOR THE SPIRIT OF HEAVINESS, THAT THEY MIGHT BE CALLED TREES OF RIGHTEOUSNESS, THE planting OF THE LORD, THAT HE might be glorified what is this all about this jubilee here that he might be glorified amen god bless you today you can be seated you know we've i don't know if you know about it but we've been through quite a few couple of difficult years <laughs> amen this COVID and things and we saw very quickly how our lives could change we saw very quickly how governments can shut things down and things can take place and, and even beyond what we could ever could imagine could take place. And, and I'm not going to get into all the politics of that, but, I, you know, in this moment we find that many became very heavy or it was a spirit of heaviness that's beginning to settle upon the people. And you know, and I, in the last couple of years and, and even even as it led up to that, I, I began to realize there was more young people than I'd ever seen or could thought imaginable that would come up and ask for prayer for suicide and, and have suicide thoughts and things. And you know, and Brother Brandon would talk about this And back in 56. He said, many are becoming discouraged. You know, and when we become discouraged, it, it takes our strength from us. And we want to just give up and we want just, to just lay it all aside and say, I'm done. You know, when we're discouraged, Satan likes to pull us away and and make us think that nobody else cares and nobody understands and, and, you know, to bring us into this, you know, this new word that we learn, social distancing. And and, and so, and thoughts begin to run rampant and thoughts of unworthiness and never going to make it or it's too much to handle and heaviness is this great weight that sets down upon us and seems to squeeze the life out of us. Amen. I, I, more people than ever is dealing with anxiety and fears and depression and discouragement that has set in. And do, what is It's it is darkness that is closing in. But he would finish that. He said, there's many that are becoming discouraged. He said, but what we need to do is to take courage. We need to be encouraged. Trials may come. We've never been promised to be immune from them. But he said he would give us the grace to go through them. Amen. Amen. If the mountain is too high or too deep or too wide, he'll give us the grace to go through it. He said, just don't worry about it. Keep your eyes on Christ. It's a very important time, key in the time we're living in is to keep your eyes on Christ. He is the only one that can take you through But you notice when the devil begins to discourage you and you get in a moment of discouragement, he tries to pour it on you. You know, he tries to, that's when he tries to really get to you. You know, all these thoughts of you'll never overcome, you'll never make it through this battle, you'll never get ahead, you'll never get better. Cast all of that aside. Amen. Brother Brown will say it like this. He don't. God doesn't want you frowning. God wants you happy. He says the human heart is to be made happy. Worry causes cancer. Temper causes cancer. Don't ever be upset. Just walk in his love knowing that if you're walking with him, nothing can harm you. Wow, that's something to rejoice in right there because I'm not in this alone because he promised he would never leave me or forsake me, but he would be with me, even in me, to the end of the world. So I'm not going through COVID alone. I'm not going through Laodicea alone. I'm not in this battle alone. He is with me. Amen. If he's with me, who can be against me? No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Amen. When you've got confidence in the one that's walking with you. Amen. He's one that won't. You may have a best friend that's left you. You may have somebody that said a lot of ugly words about you. But this God will never leave you. This God will never turn from you. He'll be with you in the trial. He'll be with you on the mountain. He'll be with you in the valley. He'll be with you every day of your life. He'll be with you in cancer. He'll be with you in sugar diabetes. He'll walk with you in blindness. He'll walk with you through every. trial of life. He promised he would and he has never failed one time. And if you're walking with him, nothing can harm you. There's neither powers, things present, things future. Nothing can separate us from him. We are in him. Hallelujah. We have never come by our own will. Listen, we're not sitting here this morning because we had a thought, I want to be there. We came by his will. Amen. The light of God, the pillar of fire has led you to where you are. Are we followers of the pillar of fire? the pillar of fire didn't leave 50 years ago. It's still just as prevalent today as it ever was. And it's still leading people through trials. It's still leading them through the Holy Ghost. It's still leading them through the dark waters. It's still leading us through the darkness of Laodicea. This pillar of fire is still in the church of the living God. Hallelujah. Hey, man, I I saw a t-shirt or or some kind of cartoon one time of this this little dorky-looking sheep. You know, was walking on his back hooves. We know they walk on four legs, but it's a cartoon. Bear with me. (laughs) And he's got his little cloven hooves, and he's walking down this pathway, and he's holding the hands of Jesus. And they're walking down this little pathway, and over in the ditch over there is this old toothless lion, and he's roaring out, I'm going to get you. And this sheep is looking at that lion with a smile on his face. And he's replying, I'm with him. Amen. Maybe you've heard the lions roar and he's been after you and he's been on your truck. Maybe the hounds of hell have been after you, but don't forget who you're with. You need to look at that devil and say, it ain't just me here, boy. I'm with the king of kings. I'm with the Lord of lords. I'm with God walking in human flesh. Nothing can harm you. He's elected us. He's brought us to this place. So if he's brought us here and there, listen to the prophet's word. If he's brought us here, it's his business to take care of us. It's not the government's business. It's God's business. Hey Amen. I'm not here because of some government official elected me to be here. I'm here because God elected me to be here. And God has put himself into my business. He's in your business. That's somebody you want in your business. You might not want the next person sitting to you by you in your business, but you want God in your business. Who's got more power than God? He said no man can pluck these from my hand. Take that devil. It's the Father who's who got more power than God. What kind of power have you got over you to take care of you? Well, let me tell you the kind of power. The same power that still puts the sun up there. I understand you don't get to see the sun much, but you saw it the last couple of days. It's still there. You can come through a long winter time, and it's still there. You can go through a cloudy day after cloudy day after cloudy day. It's still there. Why is it still there? Because the Word says, let there be light. And darkness is trying to put it out, and clouds are trying to cover it, but it's still there. And I want to tell every critic you try to cover, Amen. The power of God is still here. You trying to bring it down. It's still here. The sun is still out. But oh, how God loves to test His people. Every child that comes to God must be tested, child trained, no exceptions. Tonight, maybe you're sick. Just a little child training, just a little testing. Don't be discouraged. God is still on the throne. He still has all things in control. He still is in control. He said, if you are truly born of the Spirit of God, how many is truly born of the Spirit of God, then everything is working together for your good. He didn't say every good thing is going to work for your good. He said everything will work for your good. COVID has worked for our good. I've seen more people now in these, these times that we're living in, more anxious and more desiring to be in the presence of God than I've ever seen. Why? Because they realized what it was about or how it was not to have it. And how important it was. He said, see, everything's working according for your good. He's going to make everything right. He promised he would. He swore he would. And he's going to keep that word. He that's kept it now for thousands of years to every believer. And Brother Branham asked this question. Why would you be an exception? Why would you be an exception? We are no exception. He who kept Abraham will keep you. He who kept Moses will keep you. He who kept Shemgar will keep you. He who kept David, Daniel, the three Hebrew children, will keep you. He who kept Peter and Paul and the martyrs down to the Dark Ages will keep you. He who kept William Branham will keep you. He who kept Ed Biscoe will keep you. You are no exception. The devil wants to make you think you are, but you're not. So here's another one. Don't be discouraged. We're living in a terrible hour. This is 58. A lot of people in this day, you know, that was kind of the golden era to live in those days. But we're living in a terrible hour. A terrible, terrible hour. And I'm not to be discouraged. A terrible hour and the bad times and situations. And you mean to tell me I'm not to be discouraged? Let me finish the quote. We're living in a terrible hour. A terrible hour for the unbeliever. <laughs> we are near the end. And we're looking for the coming of our blessed Lord Jesus Christ. I've used this before, but amen. You know, the Bible says in 2 Timothy, I believe it is, the last day's perilous time shall come. And we see it, Sodom and Gomorrah, we see all those prophecies, lovers of their own selves, all the things that he lists there, tear past the the last day's perilous time shall come. And we get all nervous and we get all upset and we think, well, how's this going to work out? How's that going to be? When is this going to take place? I want to ask you something. The last day's for who? It ain't my last days. Amen. If you'll read it right, it's the last days. It's the last days for cancer. It's the last days for sugar diabetes. It's the last days for blindness. It's the last days for depression and anxiety and fear. But it's not my last days. I'm just about to step into eternity. And I ask you, when you get on the other side and you're shouting on the hills of glory, where's all those trials going to be? Where are all those devils going to be? Where's that cancer going to be? Where's that problem going to be? It's going to be gone. We get tore up worried about the last days. And we're not at our last days. We're just beginning. I don't know about you, but I'm just ready to get the party started. Amen. <laughs> I want to bring us back to something in Samuel 30 and verse 1. It came to pass... When David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day and the Amalekites invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire. And taking the woman captive and they, all that were therein, they slew not any, either great or small, but carried them all away and went on their way. And David and his men came to the city and behold, it was burned with fire and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. Then David and his people that were with him lifted up their voices and wept and unto them until they had no more power to weep. That's quite, a, that's quite a time of crying. And David's two wives were taken captive as well, and David was greatly distressed, for the people spake a stone in him. Because the soul of all the men were grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters, But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Amen. And David said to Abathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring hither the ephod. And Abathar brought them to the Ephod to David, and David inquired of the Lord, saying, "Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them?" And he answered them, "Pursue, and thou shalt overtake them, and without fail recover all. Yes. Without fail recover all." It sounds like Moses. I'm not leaving a hump behind. We're in another exodus. We ought to have the say, I'm not leaving my child behind. I'm not leaving my sons and my daughters. We're not leaving our God-given gifts behind. Amen. David and his band of soldiers had just returned home. Discouraged? Probably not a big enough word. For their state of morale. The Bible says they wept As we read bitter tears. Until they simply had no power. And even worse for David. He was their leader. And they started turning on David. That's how, that's how it works. Instead of turning on the enemy. They start turning on their leader. And make him out to be the enemy. When he was never the enemy. Amen. But David turned and encouraged himself. In the Lord his God. It required a definite resolve in David's heart. He had a decision to make. Am I going to go deeper into distress and depression? Will I worry more? Will I allow it to make me more helpless? Or would he make a conscious decision? I'm going to turn my, he- my eyes away from what's going on. And I'm going to turn them to the hills which come with my help. David chose encouragement, not to just be encouraged, for there was no one around there that could or would encourage him. He couldn't even encourage himself. Oh he had to turn to the Lord his God. Yes, sir. You see, what David knew that this wasn't just about David, David had a covenant with God. And what, in having that covenant with God, It made what David was going through God's business. After encouraging himself, David was then able to move, amen, onto the solution that God had had provided. See, you'll never get to the solution of your problem unless you get your focus off your problem and get it on your God. Amen. Amen. Discouragement does not come from the Lord. It comes from our adversary, the devil. That's why David could encourage himself in the Lord. Because the Lord was the source of his solution. Not the source of his problem. But how quickly the devil wants to turn it and say, God did you this way. Anxiety, fretting, worrying. Discouragement, it indicates we're walking by sight and not by faith. We're walking about what we can see instead of looking to the unseen. Let me, let me read a few quotes here in discernment. Some, there's tons of these. Go look them up, crossing bridges, worrying about things. You ain't got no business to be look, look that up. He said, let us say praise be to God. Oh, my, this is what we need. This is the time. Is this the patient? How to do, do, sister? You're an awful deep thinker. Got a weary spirit. Always worried about things you got no business to be worried about. Whoa, yes. oh, that's going to the doctor, ain't it? Yeah, this is not the doctor. would just take this and take that. No, you, what's your problem? Let's get to the problem. Amen. See, medicine sometimes just covers the symptoms. It really don't deal with the problem. God wants to deal with the problem, and the symptoms will go away. Amen. See, you're always worried about things you got no business to be. You're nervous, upset, and it's caused you to have acid in your blood, which give you arthritis. The devil did me this way. No, mm -mm. she did that to herself. She allowed things to become greater than what they really were. She began crossing bridges before she ever got there. Now, now, I understand this is she, but there's a bunch of he's too. Brothers, we'd cross a lot of bridges. How many has ever had something with another brother and you're going to go talk to him and he's going to talk to him about it and you begin to build this thing in your mind. I'm going to say this and he's going to say that. Oh, he better not say that. Man, if he does, I'm going to bring this out. And then when I do that, he's going to do that. And you go over there and you begin to talk to him, and he don't even know what you're talking about. (laughs) Crossing bridges. Discouragement. Nervousness. He said, come lady, you're a very deep thinker. You're sincere with all your heart, but it's caused you to be a nervous person. You're very nervous. You're always taking other people's things. Uh Uh-oh. And thinking about that, crossing bridges before you get to it, building things that never happen anyway, in that... It's developed a stomach trouble for you. But Paul said we are to walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. That was his source of strength, his source of stability. Amen. When we walk by faith, we're putting our confidence in the Lord. We're putting our confidence in his promises. But when we walk by sight, we trust in what our senses say, what our feelings say, what our understandings say. And then we begin to fall easily prey to misunderstandings and and the world and the deceptions and the flesh and the devil. When we find ourselves in discouragement, we find where we've been placing our trust. The answer is that you don't have to stay there. Hallelujah. The answer is put your trust back in the Lord. When discouragement comes, you find you've been walking by faith or by sight instead of faith. Head back to the Word. Head back to what he said and begin to build your faith back up your strength. God wants you to be encouraged. So if he wants you to be encouraged, he has to give you the means to be encouraged by. Recognize first you don't have to stay discouraged. Some people like that. They worship that discouragement spirit. And they want to tell you why they're discouraged and a hundred reasons why and this and that. And they got a list a mile long. You don't have to stay there. It may be, you know, Brother Brown talked about a bird that flies over your head. You can't keep that from happening, but you sure make him quit building a nest in there. But how many people of you saw them spiritually? Man, they'd have twigs sticking out. They'd have mud all over their hair. Or oh, they may be fixed up and dolled up and their hair just right. and We got the newest haircut. But if you could look spiritually, they got all kind of nonsense wadded up. Can't even hardly walk through the doors because it's piled so high. And they wonder why I ain't got nothing from God. Amen. Bear with me. We're going somewhere. You can be encouraged. But you have to encourage yourself in the Lord. There's always going to be somebody that does something wrong. There's always going to be somebody that makes a mistake. Whether it be a deacon, trustee, leader, it doesn't matter, a pastor, it doesn't matter. We're all human. But the problem is the devil wants you to get your eyes off of your humanity and magnify their humanity. So when the circumstances of life pressed into David, David turned and pressed into his benefits. He gave an outline of our benefits in Psalms 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all iniquities, who heals all diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you. Oh, if you can get the mud out of your hair and get all that stuff out, God wants to crown you with loving kindness. Tender mercies who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. So you have to stop giving voice to your discouragement and start giving voice to your encouragement. Stop repeating the lies of the devil and start speaking the promises of God. Stop speaking out of fear and start speaking in faith. Stop talking about the problem and start talking about the promises. But the devil wants to put something on you that's not you. Amen. He wants to place a name on you to cause you to sing his tune. You know, I thought it was interesting as I was looking at this this morning. Nebuchadnezzar was the king of Babylon and uh, and he was... You know, we know the story. Daniel and the three Hebrew children were taken down there. Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. How many ever says those names when you say the three Hebrew children? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. All four of these Hebrew names had meanings. And that meaning was connected to the faith in God. But upon their arrival into Babylon, their names were changed. And Daniel became Belteshazzar, and Hananiah, Shadrach, and Meshach, and Azariah, Abednego. The boys' names were changed as a way of encouraging them to forget their God and the traditions of their homeland and be conformed to the ways and gods of Babylon. It was a forced assimilation. This is where it's going to be. You're going to take these names and you're going to conform to these names and what these names mean. Now David, Daniel, and his friends were given names. Abednego meant uh, servant of Nebo. And Belteshazzar meant Baal protects my life. The meaning of the name Daniel is God is my judge. Referring to Elohim, one of the names of the gods of Israel. Amen. Azariah and Hananiah carry the suffix "ER" uh, or "Yah," which is short for Yahweh. It is a coveted name of God. See, the devil wants to place a name on you so you'll sing his song. So he places discouragement, so you'll sing the song of discouragement. He places anxiety upon you or depression, and you'll begin to sing that song out of your life. Oh, yeah, 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 it happens. Amen. When songs of joy should be coming out and songs of happiness and songs of Zion and songs of revelation and songs of our position and songs of our promises, we're singing other songs. He's changed our identity by changing who we are, changing what's upon us. So you come to the house of God and you start saying, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. Every day that I live, I'm depressed. When I wake up in the morning, when I lay my head to rest, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. I am mad. I am mad. I want everybody in this church to know I'm mad. When I walk through the doors and I sit in my pew, I want everybody in this church to know I'm not happy, I'm mad, and I'm not. I'm about to leave. And you know, in the time we're living in, Google has made it where you can, you can very quickly move and you can find out what little ache you got. It's not really a good place to look. And before you know it, you'll be saying, I am bound for the nursing home. I am bound for the nursing home. Oh, who will come and see me? (laughs) It's changing your soul. It's changing everything about you. He wants to place the name of depression on you and bitterness upon you. Well, we went through this trouble in church and we had this situation and I'm just bitter about it. You don't have to stay there. (laughs) Amen. He's trying to make you move into the realms of that and begin to sing those songs out of your life. Sing songs of unworthiness. But instead of singing that, you ought to be singing the song of the redeemed. Amen. Amen. Instead of singing songs of unforgiveness, you ought to be singing, I can forgive. I can let it go. while we're here. Why, you know the forgiveness that you give is the forgiveness you'll receive. He said, Father, forgive them as, forgive us as we forgive our debtors. As we forgive our debtors. So the forgiveness you give is the forgiveness you're going to receive. When you get in a battle, though, it's easy. It's easy to forget. It's easy to forget to praise him. You know, our, our lives to be a praise offering unto him. But then we become murmurers and complainers. And I promise you, I'm getting to the good stuff. Just hang on with me. How quickly in the journey of the children of Israel, it turned from rejoicing and praising. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He set me free. He set me free. To complaining and murmuring and, and aggravated and not happy. <laughs> They forgot what God had done for them. And he said, Brother Ramon said like this, said, people forget very quickly what God does for them in a meeting. They forget of how he set them free or what he done them in a high school meeting or whatever, or camp meeting. If they forget all about it, what God did, they just forget it. And they begin to murmur, our souls loathed at this light bread. And they left the garlics and onions of Egypt and were eating angel's food. Complaining. They left all of those things of the the people that didn't believe in divine healing and walking with the healer. Read the scriptures, their souls didn't even wear out. Their clothes didn't even wear out. He provided for them every step of the way. What if he did it in that exodus? Don't you know he's going to do it in our exodus? He hasn't got to lay over the sea and run out of power and run out of abilities and run out of creative power. He's just as powerful today as he ever was. Amen. He still takes care of his children just like he ever did. Here they were drinking, Brother Babbitt said, from the stagnated pools of Egypt and the old bloody, nasty Nile, and drinking from the rock. Yes. And complaining, and murmuring, and mad. Mercy. Complaining always. Murmuring, left the garlic pots, left the boasting physicians, left the, m- the stale waters of Egypt, day, the days of miracles of past, to be where miracles were taking place and still complaining. You know, I, I, I'm not as old as I can be, but I'm not as young as I used to be. I'm halfway to 90. You start feeling things you didn't feel before. Like, man, what's going on? What has happened? How did I get here? Yeah. And I know these young guys like, ha, 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 you'll be here. <laughs> Lord Terry, you're coming right along. Brother Brandon would say when he come down, he said in 63, just a couple of years from his passing over, he said, God, give me grace to never complain. Grant that my life will be crowned, no matter if we suffer, whatever takes place, however many turns against me. I know this one thing in my life, as I get older, friends, the stream behind me will soon be running out, narrow and narrow, as I go down the road. And I know one thing, it'll come to pass after a while, there'll be nobody come to me and ask for advice. The ones who knew me in my younger days will be gone on if I shall live. My friends will get fewer and fewer as I get older now. I know that someday I'll go to, I got to die, and I hope that God never lets Satan crown me as an old crabbed, indifferent man, and my wife, an old nagging woman, or your wife, or you that way. I pray, brother, that our lives will be crowned with the fruits of the Spirit, Amen. joy, love, long suffering, gentleness, patience, truth, faith in the Holy Ghost. He said, I try not to say too much on it about it. You know, people are complaining because I think one of the horrible things, I see a man or a woman that's constantly complaining. He said, well, I want a revival. You're supposed to be preaching on a revival. Stop complaining. Yeah. Start rejoicing. Yeah. Amen. He said, God, keep me from it. He said, because it weakens faith. I know as long as I get older, each one of us, we're going to get something. Now, something's going to happen. I know little things are going to keep accumulating as we get older. I think one of the most horrible things in life is for Satan to crown some person's life. A crabbed old man or woman. You say, I hope that I don't ever get to that place. I hope I can bear it, my burdens. I want my life to be crowned with the glory of God. I want my life to be crowned with the glory of God. You know, in the southern U.S., maybe other, elsewhere, maybe you have it here, we have a saying that goes like this. Is I bet he's singing a different tune now. It's a context that somebody has had a radical event or a life-changing experience, and because of this, he acts different. Because of this life-altering event, he can no longer sing the same song. Because it simply don't apply. Uh, Perhaps this is a new song in a way of saying, I have had a life-changing experience with the creator of the entire universe. So I can never, never, never remain the same. I will sing a new song because my life has been changed. Hallelujah. Amen. I pray in this meeting that you'll take another step forward. Listen, we're not going backwards. We're not going behind. We're going forward. We're going forward. We're going going to have better meetings. We're going to have greater meetings. You say, well, what do you expect after these times we've been through? I expect more healings. I expect more deliverances. I expect more... God to come on the scene and set captors free. I expect more Holy Ghost. I expect more power than God. I expect more to see the pillar of fire. I don't come to church expecting less. I come expecting more. Give me another drink. I want another pie. I want what you have, God. God is about to give you a new soul. You've been depressed, you've been in anxiety, you've been in fear, it's lasted long enough. What you need to say is I'm not gonna spend five more minutes with the devil, but I'm going my hold down. I'm gonna sing the song of Zion. I'm gonna sing of his righteousness and his joy and his holiness and his happiness. I will no longer sing the songs of slavery because I'm no longer a slave. I have had a life-changing experience. You can never come into the pillar of fire, into his presence, and remain the same. God changed the name of Abram to Abraham. He changed Sarah to Sarah. He put a part of himself in their name. It was the H, it was the breath. This is what he wanted to do for you. Maybe you've been barren. Maybe your womb's been dead and you haven't been able to give life to the Messiah inside of you. Listen, I ain't talking about just a natural born baby right now. I'm talking about the life of Jesus Christ. God is going to come and breathe on somebody and say, let me put my heart in you. Let me put my breath in you. Let me put my life in you. Maybe you've been like Jacob. You've been a supplanter. You've been a deceiver. You've had bad business deals. You've done all kinds of things wrong. But God wants to come to you. And you can have a moment with the angel. And he can wrestle it out with you. And I tell you, when you get a hold of that angel, you won't walk away the same. What happened to you, Jacob? I'm not Jacob no more. My name is Israel. I'm not supplanter no more. I'm not deceiver no more. That's who I used to be. But that old man has died. i crossed the river, and I'm on the other side, and I'm now a prince with God. The devil wants to come say, well, you're depressed. You're lost. You're never going to make it. Your name is anxiety and fear. And every kind of name of demon you want to name, what you need to do is look back to him and say, No, that's not my name. That's your name. That's who you are. That's not who I am. I am a prince with God. He wants to put thoughts in your mind. You're never going to make it. You're not ever going to be good enough. You're unworthy. You're a liar. You're a deceiver. Brother Brandon would use that. He'd get asked a question. He said, how do we know if it's our thoughts or how do we know this? He said, if it's not the word of God, it's the devil's thinking. So I've read the Bible. I hadn't seen where he called me a liar. Where he called me, I wasn't going to make it. Where he said, so these are the devil's thoughts. (laughs) So let's hear what the devil's thinking this morning. Satan has got up this morning, maybe fixed him something to eat or whatever down in his kingdom, and his thoughts are going through his mind. You'll never be worthy enough. You're never going to make it. You'll never be redeemed. You'll never be there. You'll never experience eternity. You'll never experience the greatness of God. These are his thoughts. (laughs) But he's trying to say they're yours. But these are the things that's antagonizing him and tormenting him. Saul, Brother Branham said, well, maybe it was a good name for a king one time, but it didn't fit an apostle. So he met the pillar of fire. And from that time, his name was changed. Paul. Abraham was Abram, just an ordinary man, but one day he met God, and from that time, he was changed forever. He believed something that he could not see. He met God, and he was changed. Moses, amen, met God on the backside of a desert, and from that time, he was a changed man. His song was different. He was back there singing the song of running and hiding and song of I'll never be anybody. I don't care what my mama said. It's impossible now. I've done run my chance. It's over with. And all of a sudden, he's walking down tending some sheep and he said, what, what, what is that? That's, that's odd. That's a light and the bush is on fire, but it's not burning. Let me go check that out. He walks up there and a voice speaks and he calls him by name. now if the devil would have called him, he'd say, deceiver, worthless, you runner of God's plan, but God spoke to him and called him by his name, Moses, (laughs) Moses. Where, what are you doing? Take off your shoes. You're on holy ground. And we know what happened. He took from that moment, he went and got his wife and his donkey and his child and his rod and he went off to Egypt. That's quite a different song. Well, Now his song You're asking, what are you doing, Moses? I'm going down to Egypt to take over. I'm going to take back what is mine. What is God's inheritance? He's had them too long. His time is over with. This is where David was. I'm going back. I've inquired of the Lord. And he said, go and take it back, and you shall recover all. Hallelujah. I'm looking at a people that's going to recover all the joy, all the happiness, all the Holy Ghost, all the power of God. Can I tell you? Tell you a testimony. Very personal. It was last June, and my my time with my mom's slipping away and, and, and going downhill very quickly. I don't have time to go into all the details, but I felt in my heart it was my. one one thing was me and my wife's twenty fifth anniversary, and and uh, I was supposed to preach at Brother Josh Bennett's, and then Brother Ron invited me to come the weekend before, and so that I'd spend the weekend between. Um, do, uh, go on our anniversary and so I, I, we, we see my mom slipping and slipping and slipping in and out of the hospital and things were going on and we're wondering you know do I go don't I go what I do what I not do and I was talking to brother Tim about it and he said well I feel we're at a Red Sea moment yeah. we're either going to turn around or we're going to speak and go forward so we spoke and went forward and as I'm taking off from Shreveport, my mom's going back in the hospital. And, you know, in mind battles and things. Yeah, lots of them. But I felt an urgency. i got to be at Brother Ron's. Things are, just, I just got to be there. So I'm there, Brother Ron's, and we're ministering. And on Sunday morning, I'm ministering on the God that answers. And Brother Branham had said, God always answers. He said, but he answers many times in an unexpected place, an unexpected time, an unexpected way. He said, but you have to recognize it to be God. Amen. And so I'm preaching along, I'm preaching, and I got down to the part where the three Hebrew children were being talked about to be thrown in the fire, and I walk around, Brother Ron's got a little round place in front of his pulpit, and I walk around, and I'm speaking about it, and I said, you know, as they're being thrown into the fire, and I begin to just tell it how Brother Bradham did about Jesus and the angels looking, or God and angels looking over, it. and uh, he's telling about it, and Wormwood, and Gabriel, and all those things. And he said, but God said, this, this, this is, you've been good angels, but this is a job for me. Amen. said, he grabbed the east wind the west wind, and zigzag a light, and into the fire he went. And I've been standing out here, my, my iPad is went in black, and I'm just Speaking about these things, and I was beginning to, and I said in the king, and about that time, I hear a voice. And I'm looking around, and I'm just like, "What, what, what, what is this? And I'm trying to figure out where it sounds like it's coming from out there, but I realize it's coming from my iPad. And Brother Ron, and i I'd actually, at that time, I didn't have a watch on that could play it, Put you know, somehow your watch sometimes can push play on stuff and things. I didn't have that on. I just closed out all my apps, and Brother Ron, sitting at the back behind, he saw as the iPad began to change, it began to come, and it pulls up the tapes, and it pulls up a sermon, and it pushes play. And Brother Brandon's voice begins to speak, and he says, my favorite of the hymns, he talks about Booth Cliburn and how he wrote it in a cornfield. And he sold the rights and things. And he said, "He it's my favorite of the hymns, he said, because it expresses the extreme deity, and especially in the time we're living in. He said, everybody wants to make him just a man or a prophet, but he was more than that. He was God. And in the moment, I didn't really catch what was going on. I I, I was thinking of another song he may be referring to because he didn't mention the song by name. And I go to the back office and I begin to look up Booth Cliver And what did he write? And I I knew I should know, but I couldn't come up with it. And I pulled it up and it was down from his glory. Every living story. My God and Savior came and Jesus was his name. Born in a manger to his own stranger. A man of sorrow's tears and agony. But oh how I love him. Oh how I adore him. My breath, my sunshine, my all in all. Wow, you're talking about a moment. And I begin to thank God and pray him now in my mind. I'm thinking my mom's healed. She's gonna come out of there, not without a smoke, without a smoke, smell of smoke, it's over with. God's answer. And I go, and I go through the trip, and I go through my anniversary, and I go to the next meeting, and I'm flying. She'd come back out of the hospital and seemed to be make, make, maybe making some improvements and things. And, and, and then as I'm flying back home, and I'm landing the same day, she goes back in the hospital, and she don't come out again. And so there I am, and I, I'm, I'm thinking on these things, and still in my mind, she's healed. It's done. It's over with. In my heart, I believed it. And I walk into the hospital room and she'd had another brain bleed and, and she hadn't spoken about 18 hours to nobody, wouldn't respond to nothing. She'd look around, but she wouldn't say anything. And me and my father walked into the ICU and I said, and we prayed for her and, and, and you know, m- most of the time my mom, she was, she was a real prayer warrior. And so most of the time you pray for her, she'd pray, sometimes I'll pray you. And, and this is who she was. And, but she never even really acted like she responded. And, and so I'm just looking at her. And Dad goes into the restroom. And I, I get down in her face. And I say, Mom, look at me. And she turns her head. And I said, I want, to, I want you to understand something. God has come down. He is with us in this fire. He's with us in this moment. And she looked me right in the eyes. And she goes, down from his glory. Ever-living story, my God and Savior came, and Jesus was his name. Born in a manger to his own, a stranger, a man of sorrows, tears, and agony. Her hands goes up. She goes, oh, how I love him. I hadn't spoken 18 hours. Oh, how I adore him my breath my sunshine my all in all the great creator became my savior and all god's fullness dwelleth in him i thought it's over she's healed five weeks later she passes away and i'm sitting on a pew And I'm wondering why, God, why did this happen like this? I thought it was over with. He said, I've taken care of her, but I came down in the fire for you. I knew where you were going to be at. And I came down and showed myself to you that I'm with you in this fire. He gave me a new song. He gave me a new song to sing. I realized, hey, it ain't just my mama's God or my daddy's God or it ain't just somebody else's God. God has came personally to me in a powerful way to show himself that he is in my
8: fire.
7: I want you to understand this morning, he's still in the fire. He's still with us. He's still moving, he's still changing, he's still directing, he's not lost a bit of control. Governments are working at his will, it's all bringing about an end time. This is not our end, we're about to go home. And something with me screams out, oh how I love him, oh how I adore him. My strength, my sunshine, my all and all. Can you say that this morning? Is he your all in all? Is he your everything? Hallelujah. He has made us kings and priests, He has given us dominion and power and authority. The church in the church of the living God lays the power to heal the sick. It lays the power to raise the dead. It lays the power to bind and loose. Hallelujah. And in this moment, I bind every devil and try to torment your mind and try to torment your spirit and I loose you in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah! this is not man's doing this is God's doing and it's marvelous in our eyes blessed be the name of the Lord maybe you're at a red sea this moment and you don't know which way to go I say go forward lift the banner higher We're marching to our promised land. There may be Amalekites. There may be Moabites. There may be famine. There may be all kinds of things. But God's with us. His word is here. And it's delivering us. And it's setting us free. And it's raising us up to serve Him. children of Israel at a Red Sea moment one time. And they said, what do we do? And they started looking back. What do? You do? What, what, wasn't there even graves in Egypt that we can die? Wasn't there a place there we could be buried in? And what happened? The angel of God came and showed himself. And he stood between them and the host of the Egyptians. And he said, you shall hold your peace. Amen. Oh, that's a powerful statement. In COVID, you can hold your peace. In church trouble, you can hold your peace. In trials of life, you can hold your peace. But he said the Egyptians that you see today, you'll see no more forever. You don't have to speak, but I'll speak. And I'm going to speak to the body. Listen, it ain't a preacher speaking. It ain't a sister or a brother speaking. But when the word of God and the anointed of God, it is as deity speaking. And he changed their song. He changed everything about them. They got on the other side, and they saw those Egyptians floating over there in the Red Sea. The Bible said they did. But just a few scriptures before, he said, the Egyptians that you see, you'll see no more forever. Well, there's a problem. No, the Egyptians that were there before were not the same as they saw again because they didn't have life in them. No longer could they pick up a whip. No longer could they tell them one more thing to do. Their life had left their body. Amen, they were looking at dead men that had put scars on them. Dead men that had told them to stop and mud. Dead men that had told them they would never have the victory and Mary couldn't stand it no more. Hallelujah. She said, where is my tambourine at? Where is something I can give God praise? Hallelujah. He brought me out of darkness. He brought me into this marvelous life. Hallelujah. I want to give him praise for what he's done. But who the Son is set free is free indeed. i tell you right now, in this presence by the Holy Ghost, if you feel the red season in front of you, step out of the aisle and say, I'm coming down. I'm walking in. I'm going to say, God's going to move for me. He's going to change my life. the same. tell you what every black flag in hell is down it is down he said but in the presence of God the angels are waving the white flags of victory wave it brother wave it hallelujah we got a white flag of victory it's not I surrender it's not I give up but I'm going on with Jesus I'm pressing to the mark of the high calling. I'm not get, I'm not walking back. I'm not taking a step back. Hallelujah. You can stay where you're at. I'm almost done. Amen. And lo, in the midst of the throne, the four beasts in the midst of the elders, a lamb has been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, seven spirits of God, and sent forth all the earth. And he came and took a book, the book out of the right of him that sat upon the throne. And when he took the book, four beasts, four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb, having one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. One day, every prayer is going to be poured out and it's going to be answered before the throne of God. And they sang a new song. A new song. Thou art worthy. Thou art worthy to take the book and open the seals. And has redeemed us to God by the blood of the Lamb out of every kindred, out of every tongue and people and nation. And has made us kings and priests. Oh glory! Go do a study on it There's a lot of verses about new songs Psalm says make a joyful noise unto the Lord Amen Psalms 149 says praise you the Lord Sing unto the Lord a new song And it's praise in the congregation of the saints Goes on down to 150 Praise you the Lord Praise God in the sanctuary Praise him in the firmament of his power Praise him for his mighty acts Praise Him for His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sound of trumpet. Praise Him with the psalter and the harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and the dance. Whoop, whoop, dance. Praise Him with the timbrel and the dance. Praise Him with the string, instrument, and organ. Praise Him upon the loud cymbals. Praise Him on the loud cymbals. Praise Him on the high sound, Let everything... Let
0: everything that have breath praise be the Lord.
7: The name of the Lord. Praise you. I think about Paul and Silas, laid in stocks, beaten, been through a rough year, rough day, and they got thrown into the inner prisons, and their feet were locked in, their hands were locked in, and at midnight, Paul and Silas begin to complain. Begin to get upset. Begin to say, why am I here? Why is God? No, they begin to sing. They begin to pray and sing praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. They were used to hearing cursings and, and anger and mad. And all of a sudden they hear, victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I got to looking into that, Brother Tom, and it said, they sang the Passover Psalms. And there's seven of them that's given seven Passover Psalms, seven in, in, in the book of Psalms, 113 through 118 and 136. It's seven of them. I thought, ain't that wonderful? One for every church age. Then I'll read the first one, and I'm going to read ours. Amen. Because God started the church like he wanted it, and now he wants the church like he started it. Hallelujah. And here they are. Get the picture. We know it was. They're beating. They're bound. There's blood raining out. And Paul looks over at Silas. He said, you know what, old boy? I feel like singing. I feel like praising. I feel like glorifying him. It's an honor to be where I'm at. Where I was and where I am, I wouldn't take nothing from a journey now. And out of his voice came Psalms 113. Praise ye the Lord. Praise oh you servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised for he is high above all nations. He is high above all nations and his glory is above the heaven. Who is like unto the Lord our God, who dwelleth on high, who humbleth himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in earth, and he raises up the poor out of the dust and the needy, lifteth the needy out of the dunghill, that he may set him with princes. That's a new song. That's a new word. That's a new name. Dunghill, and now a prince. And the princes of his people. He maketh the barren woman to keep house. And to be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. Ain't that right, Sister Grace? Praise ye the Lord. I don't have time to read all of it, but you can go read the rest of it at home. But in Psalms 114, as their song begins to move, listen to the chorus, listen to the verse Tremble thou earth! They begin to sing their deliverance. That is a problem with people. They sing their problems, they sing the issues, but start singing your deliverance. Tremble thou earth! At the presence of God. Amen. Another place that says, Thou hast loosed my bonds. It's incredible. Go read it. 113, 1 through 18. But let me get down to ours. Amen. Oh, mercy. Oh, give thanks in the Lord. For he is good. For his mercy. Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods. His mercy, let me hear you. His mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords. To him that has done a great wonders. To him by wisdom made the heavens. Come on now. To him that stretched out the earth above the waters. To him that made great lights. The the sun to rule by day. The the moon and stars to rule by night. To him that smote Egypt in their firstborn. And he brought Israel out from among them. And with a strong hand and a stretched out arm. To him that desired divided the Red Sea into parts. Mercy, and he made Israel to pass in the midst of it. Mercy, and he overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the Red Sea. Mercy, to him that led his people through the wilderness. Mercy, to him that smote great kings. Mercy, he slew cancer. He slew sugar diabetes. He slew depression and anxiety and fear. He remembered us in our lowest state and has redeemed us from our enemies. And He gave us food to all flesh. All give thanks unto the God of heaven. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake and the foundations of the prison were shaken, and all the doors were open, and everyone's bands were loose. Shake off those heavy
6: bands.
7: Shake off those heavy bands. It's open. Walk through your inheritance. Walk into the peace of God. Walk into your health. Walk into your deliverance. He said, Brother Timothy, what's all this noise? I hear walls coming down. That's the noise I'm hearing. I'm hearing plaster pop. Demons are screaming. No, no. They're realizing they're free. No. No, I can't hold them no longer. Help me. Help me. But let me tell you, devil, there's no help for you when he's in the room and he is here this morning. Yes. What you hear is just a sound of freedom. Yes. I gotta quit somewhere. Mercy. You know, down in Pensacola, they got the Blue Angels, and this new new businessman bought this property, and he's gonna build this subdivision. He built beautiful homes. Here it'd be $1.5, $2.5 million homes. People begin to move into them, and at night, and during the morning, the breakfast, coffee. They went up to City Hall and said, like, what's all this noise? We don't want this noise around here. Are you crazy? We want sleep. We want our coffee in peace. Yeah, well, they said, you knew that there was an Air Force Base right next door when you bought the house. <laughs> so I don't know how you expect, amen, for it not to be some noise around there. So they kept going. They kept complaining until the City Hall built a huge sign between them and the Air Force Base. It said, pardon the noise. It's just the sound of freedom. <laughs> Maybe you don't like it this morning. Just pause a little while. I know what it did for me. I know where I was. I know who I was. And I know where he brought me to. Musicians can come. I know what he's brought me to. Do you know? Do you know the goodness of God? singing the same old song. Lay it all down. Say, God, I'm here to receive something from you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name, A-flat. we got to sing this song. Down from His glory heavenly.
5: I just was thinking, Brother Timothy was saying, Bob Paul and Silas was in the prison and how they started to sing and to praise the Lord. I was just thinking, my what wouldn't that just be the tune they were singing? Oh, how I love him, how I adore him, and is he was just speaking, how my goodness, all the prisoners would have been saying, are you insane? Look at your chains. You're, you're bound and locked up in a grimy, dingy, mucky prison full of filth and, and human excrement and all this garbage. Are you, What are you saying? Oh, how I love him. How I adore him. My breath, my sunshine. He's my all in all. He condescended and became man and flesh to save me. They were probably railed on, be quiet in there. Shut up in that cell. Oh, no, I can't. I just got to praise him. My tune has changed this morning. But it's been all night. It's still the same tune. All in the morning through the night, the chains are still there. Clink. Oh, there was a little sound from the chain just started to break off. Did you hear that, Paul? What was that, Silas? Oh, just just a little, did something rattle around your wrist? Yeah, I think it did. Oh my goodness, my chain is off. Look at that shackle on my, on my ankle, it's all gone. Why, because they praised him. Their tune was changed, said, oh, I love him. I bet you the decibels in that little cell raised from where they were 10,000 times higher. And the song they sung raised the roof off that prison. Amen. They heard it. Raise the roof off this church, saints. Let them neighbors know my tune has changed. I've been free this morning. There ain't nothing binding me no more, for I sing a new song. Glory be to Jesus. Let the hallelujahs roll. I will sing his praises far and wide. Brother Timothy, last night we were talking in a fellowship hall. And Brother West says, man, there's a song. It's, uh, you know that song I'm taking back? (laughs) I said, yeah, we sung that song before. I'm taking back everything that the devil stole from me. We sang it here not too long ago. And I told him I had it down, and so I got the words. I said, man, maybe that song's going to be called to sing this weekend of some sort. And I text Brother Ben. I said, Brother Ben, be ready. And then you start talking about Ziklag. This morning, I said, oh, dear. It's looking like I've taken back. Not I'm gonna. I've taken back everything that the devil's told from me. Amen. And that's why we can sing a new song this morning, Sister Julie. That's why we can praise him. That's why we can just let loose in liberty and freedom in the Holy Spirit. Because he has saved us. He's keeping us. Amen. And let's sing it. I, I can only imagine the fiery furnace as Brother Timothy was saying. They weren't singing, oh, I'm so scared, Shadrach. That wasn't the song. That wasn't the song. That's not the song of a believer going into a trial. It wasn't Daniel saying, oh, my goodness, I'm going to be eaten. My bones are going to get crushed. That's not his song. His song is my God's more than able to deliver me. Amen. He'll send a fourth man in the fire, which he did. Wes, do you know that song? I'm taken back. Or you can just help me out, and I'll sing it here myself. <laughs> you have the words on that, Nathan? Nathan? Ben, you know it. We're going to sing it. We're going to sing. You know the words this morning? They said they go like this. David came home from Ziklag. And while he was gone, the enemy came back and stole everything he had. But you see, King David encouraged himself in the Lord. He made up in his mind, said, I'm on my way down to his camp, and I'm taking what's rightfully mine. Who knows that song? OK-dokey. I'm
6: taking it back. I'm taking it back. Oh, everything that the devil stole from me. I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back.
5: I'm gonna read you one of them. He says. Now he says. There came over Roberts, Tommy Osborne, and so forth. The revival fires. He says. Why? Speak and go forward. He says. Don't back up. He says. We're coming to kind of slow down. There's no place for slow down. If there's anything, you get ready for it. If there's anything, right here, Cloverdale Bible Way. If there's anything from this moment, he said, get in double gear. Get. There's no place to stop. Let's not build a fire on the same ground. Anyway, he goes, no, two fires in two nights. Let's build a new fire here tonight on a new fire on a a little road up ahead. Until we see Jesus, there's no stopping place. There ain't no stopping place. It's go forward. Amen. As I talked with Brother Jean just a minute ago, we spoke about Let Us Run. As brother Ed spoke Let Us Run way back, numerous years ago. How on our heart. I said when on my very first message I preached I said it's let us run 2.0. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Is it, is it? Let us run 2.0. Come on, anchor runners. There ain't slacking off. It's go forward. We're taking it back. We're taking what everything God had for us. The very beginning Pentecost is here for us now. Amen, Brother Tim. It's not just mechanics, it's dynamics. And it's a yearning for the balance of both as he was speaking. Oh God, pour out upon us. We are not afraid of no dynamics. as brother Andrew Glover said. And he said, oh no, Pentecost and all that, we shy away from it. And we said, that isn't theirs. They don't own that. The original church owns that. The bride of Jesus Christ owns the outpouring of Pentecost. Don't be no afraid of some dancing around. Don't afraid of shouting out in his name because that is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We want mechanics and dynamics. Amen. That's Let Us Run 2.0. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to sing Magnify the Lord with me. Magnify his name. Hey Amen, we got strings, we got drums, we got cymbals. Hey Amen, let's double down on them, Brother, Brother Paul. We might not have harps, but we got stringed instruments. Let's magnify them. Let's fulfill Psalms 150. Hey Amen, let's put it in scripture right here, right now. I sought the Lord, and he answered me. I cried upon his name. I called upon him in good Lord Jesus, save me. Give me a new song, and I'm going to magnify your name. Let's sing this together. Hey Amen. Don't be no bashful. Let's just sing it from the heart. Hey Amen. I, I saw, saw the Lord, Lord. and It just starts to sweep and worship. If you listen when they're singing that song and recording, it just starts to sweep. The Lord just starts to move. People just start to just burst in praise and oh magnify. The song just keeps to pour over and it just keeps going for minutes and minutes as the Lord just sweeps through. Oh God, may You sweep through this little place. We're not just singing and shouting on this song, but Lord, as the song ends, we just want to be covered. We just want to be just overshadowed. Sweep through us this morning. We can continue to worship Him. Oh, God, magnify your name this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Worthy is the Lamb, as the Scripture said this morning. We heard it, oh, God. Worthy are you, oh, Lord, that we can lift our voices up. and Thank you that we have a new song to sing. We have a new tune, oh, God. Maybe somebody's going to walk out of these doors. They came in singing pity. They came in singing shame. They came in singing depression but they're walking out of the doors this morning seeing the liberty which God has given them in Christ Jesus they're singing a new song of freedom for they are sons and daughters of freedom as the song has been sung glory to your name hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord do we know the song I'm not giving up, I'm not turning some of you do. I'm not giving up, giving up. I'm not turning around, turning around. don't even understand. Some of them go so long and they're like right in the end. It's like, yeah, forget it. Come on. We're in for the long haul. Ain't no short haul believers here. They're long haulers. Amen. I'm going to throw another one at you. I'm just trying to find the key in my head. Yeah. I wouldn't take nothing from a journey now. Oh, yes. Who knows that song? Yes, we do. Just give me a key and I'll hit it. I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. I'm gonna make it to heaven somehow. Though the devil tempts me and he tries to turn
6: me around. No sir! When he's offered everything that's got to name. All the wealth I want. The worldly frame, but who could steal I wouldn't take. Oh, well, no sir.
5: Fame, but you name it, he's offered it. You all have your own personal battles, you know what he's offered you. But you say, Hey, devil, you can offer all you want, but I ain't taking nothing, nothing else I'm taking but God's love, amen. Yes, sir, amen. We have a request from the pastor, we're gonna sing that with everything we got. We've got the power. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Give me your hand. Let's agree together. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Devils crumble at our feet. Give me your hand. If we do keep going, it'll just go into next service. So they'll have to just going to close. And we'll take a tad break. <laughs> a tad break and take some lunch. I'm here for this. I'm here for this presence. I'm here for worship. I'm here to give them glory. I pray that's what you're here for too. Amen. John, do you want to come and just pray? You don't want to pray. <laughs> you don't want to close is what you're saying to me. <laughs> oh, my, my, my. You know, there's a, there's my favorite song. I was Googling, new song. I looked it up. I was just saying, you know, Butter Timothy is speaking on new songs. I said, you know, I want to see songs that have that in there, singing a new song. (laughs) Just type in, drop the charges in there. In there. I, didn't, I wasn't thinking of that song, so don't blame me. He said, Brother Mike, you sing this song all the time. I know, it's like one of my favorite. So who has a favorite song? How many times do you sing it? Good. I sing this one all the time too. You know what it says there in the course? He gave me a brand new song. Amen. So we're going to sing about it in this song. And then Brother John's going to come and close in prayer. Amen. Ready, Brother Ryan? You know, help me. Really? We're really charged this morning. Well I was guilty of all the charges. Well
6: I was doomed, doomed disgrace. special love. Well, oh, he'll reach down with his arms so are strong. strong.
9: such a thankful people this morning Lord for your word oh God father we don't have enough words to express father the joy that fills our souls Lord we are indeed a people that ought to rejoice father for what you've done for us Lord for what you've done for our assembly Lord for what you've done for each one of us father for the bread of Jesus Christ in these last days father you've given us a new song Lord a new song father beyond all things are new again all the former past things are gone oh God we don't weep no more, Father. We don't sorrow, Father. We rejoice this morning, Father. For we are liberated people. We are a free people, Lord. Lord, thank you, Father, for these special meetings, Lord God. Each day is just incredible, Lord God. We're looking forward to what you have in store for us tonight, Lord. Father, let it be, Father, that this will be the time, Lord God. Let it be that the trumpet shall sound, and this mortal bodies shall be changed in the twinkling of an eye, and we shall be raptured out of this place, Lord God. As we sang the song, new things are being declared. I know very soon, I'll be raptured out of here. For the angel of God is here and is giving us faith to believe in the invisible, the inaudible. We have faith to believe for the impossible Lord. This is the time where chains are being broken Lord God. Prison doors are being opened Lord God. The captives can go free Father. EPA can receive insight Lord God. You can restore the church oh God. Restore families. Restore broken homes, oh God. This is the year of Jubilee, Lord. And we rejoice in it, Father. As we heard yesterday, it's my Jubilee, Lord. It's my Jubilee for me and my family, oh God. We rejoice in it, Lord Jesus. No longer slaves to fear, oh God. Lord, we're not leaving anything behind. We're taking back everything, Lord God. As we pray, the prayer meaning, Lord God, that you will restore unto us all the years that COVID stole from us. That you outpour your blessings, oh God. Let it be a double portion, oh God, that this church can receive the anointing and the charge to go forward, oh God. As Brother Michael said, Father, may we be able to double gear and go forward. Let us run this race, oh God. Thank you, Father. Oh Lord, we love you, Lord. We love you, Father, for you loved us first, Lord. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. Be with us now as we go home, Lord. Strengthen us. Strengthen our brother. Timothy, pray, Lord God. Lord, pour your blessings in his life, Father. Thank you, Father, that a man of God could set himself aside, Lord. That you may use him for our benefit, Lord. Pour back, I pray, my strength needed, Lord. Father, for tonight, we're looking forward to it, Lord. While our brother Ron Spencer has upon his heart, Lord, we pray for more liberty, Lord. For more freedom in your presence, Lord God. We say, Lord, take us higher, 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 Lord. This morning was great, Lord God, but we're looking for more and more and more, Lord Jesus. Whatever you have in store for us, Father, I say, pour it, Lord God. Pour it, we're able to receive it, Lord God. We're able to contain everything that you have for us, for we hunger and desire it, Lord God. And you've said in your word, blessed are those that are hunger. For this shall be filled, our God. Oh, we will rejoice, Lord. Indeed, I can say that David, you have satisfied my mouth with good things. Blessed be your name, Lord. All my life, you've been faithful. Truly reliving the goodness of God. We love you, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.
5: Well, you're dismissed. We're gonna just take a little break. We'll be back at six o'clock. Amen. That'll be the time. Go in fellowship. Speak about the good things of God, and come right back ready for an evening service. Amen. Maybe all my life as we go. All my life you have been faithful. Hey Amen. You're dismissed now. Shake your oh,